off. It's Monday. Woo! Blaze on. Just to send a little tray here. Blaze on, tray. Blaze on. Hey, look, it's Scrappy. You want to come up, boy? All right, come here, Scraps. Oh, join us on today's episode. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, welcome, welcome. I'm just getting uh, over here in the telegrammy chat to see if anybody's... Uh, Anybody's chit-chatting at us? Let's see. Scrambling University. There we go. Boom! Ooh, don't tip the ball over. Ah, ah. <laughs> it's a rocky start. We're getting off. We're getting off to a rocky one. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Today's star date is November 7, 2022. Episode number 147 of at Scrambling University. Today's topic is thrifty. Booyah! Thrifty. What's the difference? Thrifty, cheap, cheap, thrifty. Ah, hey, we'll get into that. Hey, Scrap, you're blocking my light. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen and do a little Mikey here in the background. Trey, or a uh, little Trey, Trey Anastasio band. I want to say this sometime in October. I was fucking with the green screen before the show. Getting it all kind of re-put back up from, uh, from the moon base down here in El Salvador next to the side of the volcano. Well, fuck. The power is cheap and easy down here. <laughs> Everybody's running around with no clothes on, so what the fuck? <laughs> Why would I not go south for the winter? <laughs> Seattle? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll take surfing in the waves any fucking day. Ha <laughs> ha! All right, all right, thrifty, thrifty. Ah! By the way, you know you can get a green card to El Salvador for three Bitcoin, and you know what? They stay your Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, you don't give them away. You just deposit them in a bank in El Salvador. Just like you would deposit them in a bank in the United States. Guess what the other currency is that El Salvador uses? The only other currency in their country. Ah! The U.S. dollar. Yeah. They weren't dumb enough to want to set up printing presses and mints and have to worry about counterfeit risk and printing and hauling and distribution and all that fucking bullshit. Because they knew people would do it for them. So they just made the dollar, actual dollar, their currency. And blink, boop, some other dumb motherfucker pays for all the printing and all the hassle and they get to just use it. Oh, wait, wait. And then a deflation's currency, right? Because the dollar's cool, except if you're El Salvador, you don't get a choice. 
when the dumb motherfuckers up north are just going to turn on the printing press. Right? And make your money worthless. <laughs> right? And maybe they're like, hey, we're not fucking cool with that. Like, you guys could just make our money worthless any fucking day. You're like, yes. Yes, they could. Yes, they could. Right? So... Since they're not complete morons down there, they're like, hey, there's this other currency that every day it gets stronger because there's only X amount of it and more people use it every day. So the denominator, for those of you that went to public school, the bottom number, the total supply, fixed, limited, right? Bitcoin. Fixed, limited, fixed, denominator. That's the lower number for you special kids, right? The number on the bottom, the one you divide the stuff by. Amount of dollars as a denominator. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Where is that? Hey, Scraps, you're on my favorite prop ever. Oh, yeah. The amount of dollars. The fucking denominator. Guess what the denominator of dollars is? Denominator. Infinite fucking T. Infinity. How many have they printed so far? I don't know. Oh, something like 20 trillion? Smoke start to come off the fucking machine now. We're going to start counting in billions. <laughs> right? Infinity is the dollar denominator, right? The number on the bottom for all your public school kids, right? So when your number on the bottom is infinity, no matter what number you have on the top, your answer is fucking like infinity. Useless. Point. Put enough zeros on it, you'll see the end of it when you fucking get reborn, right? Bitcoin denominator. Oh, oh. Wait a minute. I didn't bring props to the show today. Oh, that one is so close. And it's right there. Scraps, I'm going to have to bother your slumber. Well, no, I'm not. Because you guys have fucking imaginations. So, under the divider sign, instead of infinity for dollars... Somebody that was using dollars as a currency was like, hey, what if instead of infinity, we switched it, pretend this has 21 million, and we made it 21 fucking million, period, 21 million. And you know what? Doofuses are going to lose wallets and throw money away. And like, you know, you find coins in the sand at beaches and shit. Like, oops, I lost some coins. Right. Just like that. So 21 million minus, oops, I lost some fucking coins. So whatever, 19 million, 17 million, 18 million. Deflationary, are you getting it yet? The smaller number is the total supply. The top number. That'd be how much you own or how much entity owns, how much anybody owns, right? The total, how much, right? So... If your bottom number is infinity, doesn't matter what your top number is, it's 
bunch of fucking zeros out to the fucking horizon. <laughs> oh, hey, hallelujah. I guess you're putting it in public print so we can say it out loud now. Lots Project just signed the motherfucking house papers to sell their Minnesota place. Can we get a huzzah? Huzzah! 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 Ha <laughs> ha! Boo! Ha 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 ha! You saw so Oh, wow! It's one of my many rave coats. <laughs> I think I got this one for a dollar fifty. Ah! Oh yeah, this isn't the one where they flip backwards. Those are fun too, where they go one color one way and the other color the other way. Oh fucking day! Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway. So if you were going to set up a fucking monetary system and you were going to like, hey, let's just poach on the strongest one out there. We'll just make theirs ours. Boink, boink, done. Right. You didn't spend any money. Brilliant. Brilliant. A lot of your workers go there and send those bills home anyway. That's two thirds of the El Salvadoran economy is remittances. Remittances. For those of you public school kids. All right. Remittances means when you are a worker. And you go to another country to work, say our dudes that are going to fucking Saudi to like guard sheiks or like the contractors that are flying around the world to just fucking smoke motherfuckers out at long distances or like, you know, like work for like, you know, like guerrilla groups that don't exist and just go around killing and fucking destroying shit. You know, contractors, that's what the polite term is in American society for the fucking military guys that get out that just love killing people so much that they just can't fucking stop. Contractors. So, yeah, yeah. So when you go to a foreign country and you make money and then you send the money back home to your place, like... The people from South America that we, you know, oh, be scared of those motherfuckers, right? They come up here to, like, pick our vegetables. Yeah, think about our contractors. They go elsewhere to kill people for money. Mm, the people that come to our country to send remittances home come up here to, like, fix your deck or, like, help with your plumbing or, like, pick your vegetables. Our USA fucking hoo-yah, right? Our remittances are more for, like, driving the fucking armor-plated diesel rig up to the front line so we could shell more motherfucking brown people. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Don't get technically concerned with the word remittances as they would pertain to our own situation because, you know, don't look at yourself. Ah, don't do that ever. You'll fucking go up in flames. Uh, so... Yeah, remittances, as they're used colloquially. <laughs> Tune in tonight for a sweet announcement on lots to talk about with Jared from LSD 6 Central. YouTube, Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, Odyssey, and Float, maybe. <laughs> oh, you got Twitter in there. Telegram. Oh, you better not talk about Bitcoin at any point. <laughs> Chaikovskis don't like that. Oh, you'll get your second super strike. Oh, shit. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, the whole... Uh, okay, so it's math, right? So you have to understand math. So why would setting an economy up with a denominator that isn't infinity be a wise idea? That would mean 
as any motherfucking kooks around you that trade with you decide to just set their printing press on, it makes your whatever that's a finite supply, right? Because under the divider sign, the total, the total is fixed or declining. Makes it a deflationary asset or currency in this place. Since we're talking about currencies, <clears throat> right? What makes real estate valuable? The fact that the, the motherfucking thing under the divider is a one. Okay, there is one of this fucking apartment building. There is one of this, you know, end of the fucking road property with. Puget Sound view with the ocean, right? Like the one, like the rarity is what makes the value, right? So just by like pure easy thought, when you set the printing press, right? Makes everything worthless. Uh, okay, now, now. That we got an idea of what the dollar actually is right now. Ha <laughs> ha, someone's writing a check for my motherfucking property. Yes, because your property has value because it's a fucking one. Farmland with an existing house, electricity, water, septic field. It's a fucking real thing. Those have massive value. You're going to have lots more value soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, places you can grow shit. Or grow animals, right? <laughs> Takes a lot to grow animals. Once people figure out the whole like protein thing, like holy shit, you need fields of grass to feed animals so we could eat them. Yep, yep, yep. Only gonna be more valuable. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> talk of the day. I guess I'm getting to it before 30 minutes in, so we're doing good. Oh shit. Well, oh okay. Just for that, ha. <laughs> Okay, rest of the week. The eighth. Oh, guess what? Goddamn. So, not only is it the election day tomorrow with all the fucking kooks that are going to want to burn shit down and do all their craziness, right? It's a full moon, a blood moon, and like, yeah, good luck, people. Good luck. Oh, motherfucker. So, November 8th, uh, Tuesday, we're doing Sand, episode 148. That's the fish song. Fish Tuesdays. Fish song Tuesdays. Sand. Great song. Uh, okay. Wednesday, 149. I'm going to do sports ball. Oh, lots of ways to go with that one. Uh, Thursday, X is, uh, 150. I'm going to do Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, Chapter 9. I just recorded, I think, Chapter 12 today and got that up on Odyssey. And you know what? I noticed that the playlist on Odyssey was not open to the public. So I'd put the whole fucking audio book out and I was telling people to go listen to it, but you couldn't. <sighs> Dumbass. So it's on an Odyssey playlist now. So look, if you go to Scrambling You, there's a playlist and pff, all in order. You can get ahead. Bam. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get it to. Oh, yeah. Get it to close. Well, the nice thing is they can't announce... Uh, you could start to get early polling leak bullshit kind of midday in Minnesota, but you guys be in central time zone. <coughs> oh, okay. Here, I'll just finish up real quick. Uh, so Zen is Thursday and then uh, 
Friday. Ooh, triggers. <laughs> I'll fuck with you on Friday. Oh, triggers on Friday. Since we're going to have a full moon and we're going to have so many people fucking wackadoodle and shit's going to be burning down and on fire by Friday. So I figure I'm just going to poke, poke, poke the bear just a little bit. Um, triggers. Tune in Friday. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so Brian's talking about uh, his house closing before shit goes down. Um, yeah, being in Central Time. Oh, yeah, there's no reason to get it. Why would it get delayed? Did those those fuckers already signed, right? They're the ones buying the place. Wouldn't they have, like, been at the signing desk, like, the minute the place was signable? And then you don't have any liens. You've already been through the fucking rigmarole. You know, the title's clean. So, fuck, they've signed, you've signed. It's just, uh, you know, who's funding their shit? <laughs> Is the money man on time? Oh, yeah. Yep. Closing fucking houses. Yeah. At least you're not like, make, yeah. I mean, you're making a mortgage payment, but you're not making another mortgage payment. So. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, you got to get actual physical papers back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know about that bullshit. Overnight, early a.m., pay the fucking extra. $19 early a.m., yup. <laughs> On a fucking triple witching election day. Yike, yeah, doodle. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so we'll see how it's going to go tomorrow. We had a huge windstorm. Well, first it rained like a motherfucker for a few days. Well, like a week or two. I mean, rained. You get feet of snow in the mountains now. I-90s just closed off and on, off and on. And, uh, and then it got chilled to rain. Just like it warms up to snow, it chilled to rain. Because you got to get that warm Pacific Coastal like on shore just river going and, and then uh and then now it dropped temp again which means the rain changes out of the north or the wind changes out of the north and the rain picked back up so we woke up to shit ton of people out of power this morning up north uh <laughs> yeah, you're you're in a field in the middle of fucking Texas when the shit goes sideways. Yup. <laughs> not a lot, not a juicy target, right? And uh, not a juicy target. And you know, I'm gonna guess pretty good line of sight. Not a not a good uh, not a good thing to fuck with. <laughs> Uh, not to mention, you got three dogs that'll just pass out of there and fucking eat most humans. <laughs> Can you imagine that trying to break into your trailer? Oh, the poor bastard. <laughs> he uses a little lockpick. Tell you, I got it open. Wow! Ah! <laughs> uh, hopefully, he'd be dumb enough to be like uh, filming himself. On the epic crime. Oh. oh, fuck. They'll be taking chunks out of you like five pounds at a time. Oh, jeez. They are just big dogs. Giant dogs. That was like when I was trying to help with the fucking bathrooms at SRF, Self-Reliance Festival. Like, yeah, just go, uh... Forgot what I was doing. Grab that hose over there or fill that fucking thing up. And I had to go near that water dispenser by John's fucking crazy livestock guardian dog. Holy fuck. 
<laughs> John sends somebody out of the building to go, hey, tell that fucker who's fucking with my dog. He's going to jump the fence and eat him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Tell John I'm not fucking with this dog. I'm just trying to turn the fucking water on. He's like, yeah. And John's going to say he doesn't care. Don't fuck with this dog. He will eat you. <laughs> and he did. That dog wanted to eat Hard to have a hard to have a dog like that and visitors. Night speaks to a woman. This is a great song. She would hardly speak for two words in a book. She never let me see. Such not upon my shelf. And never downloads. Look at that. 14,145. Boom. We're driving up the charts. Driving up the charts. 15,000 downloads. Next stop. Bam. It's funny. I fucking fixed the show notes in uh, on YouTube and uh, Facebook where it goes out and Odyssey and all those. Uh, uh, sats for likes on my YouTube sub. No, no. Hey, drop me a link in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hunting season down there, man. Fuck. Hey, oh my. Oh, so sats for likes. Drop me a, a, a link on where that was that you could do that. Yeah, fuck. I do. You said it was stupid cheap. Yeah, yeah. I drive that shit up. However, however, it's got to happen. Yeah. I don't love YouTube. I fucking meh, eh. I'm only using YouTube so I can bounce this to Rumble. Yeah. Hey, so that's a deal. If you're not listening to this on uh, a freedom-ish platform, just know that if shit gets taken down or whatever, it goes up to Rumble. Like, they're all there. All the old shows are up on Odyssey. Right? So it goes out to Facebook, Odyssey, Rumble and YouTube. Facebook, obviously, Rumble, YouTube every day. And uh, as soon as I get the Christmas sale, I'm going to hit the eight-way streamer. 
I know lots of projects going to go. Don't be a bitch. You said you were going to do it after a hundred. I hate fucking subscriptions that are more than I have to pay. Like my $35 internet. That's like always a hundred <laughs> until I get pissed and they get $35 again. And then it goes back to a hundred. All right, well, that goes along with today's talk, doesn't it? Being thrifty. <coughs> Don't be a bitch, right? He's right, right? Because talking about spending money to make money is a whole other game. If you're going to spend money on a thing that's going to drive more money in, right? Because in the long run, I do all this shit to entertain myself to hopefully bring some value out to the fucking universe, right? <coughs> you don't get as scarred up as this, right? And don't learn a fucking lesson. That's the, if you look at the tagline on the podcast logo, it says right on the bottom, right? It says hard-earned lessons or something like that. <coughs> basically wisdom from harder and lessons right you gotta do it wrong once to know why doing it wrong fucking blows so bad right and I try to come on here and tell you guys like actual true stories as far as any admissions in court we'll say they're completely fiction but you know I mean shit the unveneered way if I can save somebody 10 years of going down a fucking path that's going to evolve and just end up in destruction, or at least be like, hey, hey, if you're going to go down that alley, don't forget there's this fucking trap door on the side. Right? So, yeah, that's the value I think I am bringing to the world. Hopefully. You know, fuck, and a little entertainment, and, uh, right, I'm searching for my 100 motherfucking coffee freaking maniac people that want to have an actual relationship with a coffee roaster who can do anything. I'll roast you whatever coffee you want. You just have to give me feedback. As long as you give me feedback, I can dial you in an epic coffee, right? So I get to know what you like and how exactly to roast it for you. So yeah, yeah, that's my mission. That's the whole C4, C4 club. If you hear me talking or see that in any of my shit, it's foodforestfarms.com. Oh, yeah, I don't have a little crawler going. I should have that crawler going. Oh, let's put a subversive fucking crawler up. I feel like it today. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, foodforestfarms.com. It's the portal. Uh, if you want you want a relationship with a coffee roaster, right now, yeah, just a retail coffee shop. Go there, buy shit. Single origin coffee. My beautiful three bean blend that you will not beat. Try to beat it. Try to find a drip coffee maker coffee that you think beats my Brian's blend. I dare you. We'll send it off to third party, have them do do double blind. Guarantee you not. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a great song, too.
that old familiar feeling. Trapped and haunted. Trapped and haunted. The noose around my neck. Regrets. Regrets. Maybe it's not too late. I'm about to run. Forgive me. Did I tell you I have a blues music festival? Richard Foreman's already signed up for the 2023 solstice. Tickets on sale, guess where? Tickets on sale, thesquatchfest.com. In flight. I can turn it away. Exhale. The memories are a little bit lighter. See you, man. Have a great rest of the day. The wounds, <laughs> the Go get some shit done. The wrong was long ago. The wrong was long ago. Oh, fucking Trey. Such a great song. Oh, the dogs are deciding to have a fight. Ah, so great just banging through a giant stack oh man oh man uh yeah yeah so thrifty so thrifty right it's getting like you have to understand value of a thing and to understand value you have to understand how Sometimes much energy you life. put into getting the thing that you're about to trade for the trade the right that you undervalue <laughs> what you're trading you just ah. right if you if your currency if you value currency, right? Spendable liquid cash has a huge value, right? Because, oh man, net present value. You got to know net present value. Hey, James, what's up, man? Boom, Blackbird. <laughs> yeah, if you understand net present value and net future value calculations with currency, with money, streams of flow money in your hand right now is super fucking valuable because you know think about all the stupid times that just you fumble along and someone's like god i'm moving to the west coast fuck get rid of this like twenty thousand dollar car for like five grand if someone just had cash on like that's how you like just bumble into shit right so the net present value of cash is pretty fucking high. That's why when people take the half payout on the lottery, like the immediately instead of the drip, right? They value the cash now at 50% off. Because com- 
combined with understanding value in buying assets when they're cheap, find ways to produce more. Kirk buying a currency machine when it's on sale. Well, to do that, you gotta have the cash flow ready to go. So that's why the net present value of cash is so fucking high. Yeah. So yeah. Most people use a discount rate that is incorrect. Incorrect. <clears throat> so that leads me to a couple different things on the thriftiness scale here. So if you undervalue cash present cash flow, right? Yeah. You'll build things way too much, like way too good. You build a thing that's supposed to last three to four years, right? You'll build it like ah, it's gonna last like fifty years. Yeah. What will get the job done, right? And then there's well, <laughs> there's the engineer friends out there, right? That like what'll get the job done times like a safety factor of like 500%, right? That's like living in care land with like bubble wrapped everything versus like go to the poorest places on earth and watch how they build and what they build with and who gets in their fucking way. There's what will get the job done. Occasionally there's an oops, and, you know, that's ugly. But how many life hours are just destroyed and consumed building like a hundred at safety margin into fucking everything? Just incinerated, right? So everybody likes to poo-poo harbor freight and, uh, you know, bitch at their cheap shit. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I hammer for five bucks versus 25 bucks at Home Depot or Lowe's. Uh, I'll tell you what, I have yet to wear a hammer out. Never happened. I've owned a lot of hammers. People take them, they walk away. You leave my job sites, they fall off trucks. Yeah. So, if I go by the some people's favorite, right? Buy once, cry once. Buy the best you can get, right? Just, uh. Maybe, maybe. If I notice that I wear a tool out, like if I buy the cheap fucking version and I use it so much that I actually wear it out, then going to buy the expensive version, knowing that I used that enough to wear that thing out. Now I understand why it failed, right? And like, okay, now I'm going to get a better one. Like, what's the failure point in the thing? I know what it is now. And I know now which is marketing, and which is probably, ah, that's actually the better thing. So, I don't know. I'm not an advocate for 
going crazy on just fucking top-notch thing first. Kind of like build it, test it, use it, test it, see, see if that's the thing, right? The, uh, um, right, we're talking about building these Smurf huts out at, uh, out at camp, so I've got one that just needs a roof, and I was going to do a little fancier roof on it, but now, fuck it, I'm not. I'm going to go put the exact roof on it that we're talking about doing for uh, doing for Squatch Fest so we can test it and see if the slope, the water catch, the trapping in the heat, all the bullshit that's on paper actually works, right? Because the whole idea of that camp build-out is like completely multi-layered permaculture camp build. And thrifty it, it, it's we are gonna build this motherfucking thing 620 square foot huts six groups of those so 36 huts around six camp pits uh, six little villages and we're gonna you can use pallets for all the walls on concrete block um, on sand so they're temporary structures we just worked out for two more pallets and four hinges we're going to do dutch doors so you can have the bottom door shut and top door open or vice versa depending on if you're trying to make it cooler or hotter in there uh but the uh um uh yeah yeah <laughs> so they're going to be out at the permaculture farm so they're actually animal shelters so we can pin the doors open most of the time but when people want to use them to sleep in because it's raining they'll be perfect camp huts perfect perfect for a hip camp anyway right multi-use then we can have animals out there that have a way to get out of the elements and we're gonna have uh cool enough human huts so <laughs> well not calling them dwelling units i'm calling them maybe like camp and animal barn <laughs> Yeah, definitely not human dwelling units. Temporary agricultural structures. Um, but yeah, totally repurposed materials. Uh, one way, maybe with Tyvek and roofing panels. But actually, I talked to a roofer the other day. Uh, if I can get uh, if I can get free used roofing, metal roofing, I'm going to put that on the sides. So yeah, then it will be 100% repurposed. Maybe I'm going to have to buy screws. So, yeah, the plan moves forward. The beautiful thing about a permaculture project, right? It, the thriftiness is built in. You have to take nine hours of pencil and design time to the project for every one hour of build time. So we're going to build 36 structures. We've allocated 1.75 man hours per structure. So let's see, 30, uh, do, 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 do. so that's about 50, right? So, uh, so I got to do about 450 hours of design time between now and March 1st when we break ground. Yeah, I'm already certain. The earthworks are going to come first, but we've designed past that already. Like the configuration, I think, has been pretty much thought of. We're going to do uh, uh, six sided, so what? Octagon, Inferno, Hexagon? Yeah, yeah Hexagon. <laughs> octagon, Octopus. <duh. laughs> 
club squirrel man. <laughs> no, no, just joking. Uh, Octic, so yeah, heck, uh, hexagon, uh, six sided, one three hundred gallon tote per. In the beginning, in the beginning, I was gonna do separate showers for a centralized shower area, but now, eh, don't know. Might have to be, uh, might have to be one shower. One shower thing per uh, per six huts. That might be a little bit cooler. That might be a little bit cooler. Design on the fly, right? But because you you new information keeps coming up all the time, like these hot water heat these in loop hot water heaters uh, that don't take much electricity. Um, you know, and the price of solar panels is dropping. I just I, yeah. So yeah. 450 hours of design time and a way to find free shit and coordinate over the winter and start gathering stuff. Oh. I think we can get this done. On budget, on time, for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna throw the uh, I'm gonna throw the roof on that uh, first Smurf hut. Now that we've got our design down, I'm gonna scratch the old roof plan, go with the new roof plan get that one camp ready and start running it out this winter and see what the feedback is from campers on how they like it. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Return on time, right? Do a little bit of the project and then get some feedback from the public on how the design affected the camp. Did they like having a dry place? What were they willing to pay for a dry place? All that good stuff. I might make it first come first served, or yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe the maybe make the first campsite be the hut on the on the hip camp website, and then open camp from there. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Have to get into it. Uh, hip camp, do new pictures. So I think with Twitter going to like authentication of users and all that. I believe HipCamp has gone down the same path. There were problems with people renting from us where their name would be like Big Green Joe and their email was like Proton Mail. And I don't know what they were doing for the debit card, how maybe a one-time use card or whatever, right? So there was no way to physically attach the motherfucking humans to their actions because they could do stupid shit and fuck up your place and disappear into the night. And I think since Hip Camp is the insurance that's issued while they're there, Hip Camp probably had some problems because when people went to use their policy and they're like, no, these motherfuckers broke my place. And, you know, you you got to fix it. Uh, they went to chase people down to get remuneration. And they're like, ah, yeah, we haven't identified these people. Which is a problem. They're sending them to come like camp on your land. You should hardly and firmly identify them and have banking information. Because, you know, if they fuck up somebody's land intentional or not, then Hip Camp Insurance has to pay out. Hip Camp Insurance is going to want to chase them down, right? And if not Hip Camp Insurance, if they do something criminal, <laughs> county sheriff's going to want to fucking chase them down. So I think Hip Camp was negligent not getting positive identification on campers. But I think that has changed. We will see. We will see. We will see. So anyway, yeah, yeah, thrifty. So Harbor Freight, I was on my Harbor Freight rant. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, 
Shit that breaks at Harbor Freight, if you're going to use it a lot and you buy their insurance and you just want a new one, like air pumps, if you're going to use them a lot for doing compressor work, if you get a new one and the insurance, you get a new one every 90 days or 120 days or six months for the 30 bucks. Good ones, if you use them a lot, wear out too. And costs a lot more. But yeah, for hand tools, general hand tools. You know, and shit that's not mission critical or life critical. I advocate. Get the cheaper one. See if you use it. <laughs> oh, a good thrifty rant in case any of you guys are near Costco's. They got a super steal on the uh, French door air fryers right now. 119 bucks. Fuck. They're big enough to put a real pizza in. And uh, <laughs> we've experimented bacon, sausage, chicken wings, uh, Clanko chicken. Oh, fucking love it. Love it. But we've been looking at those things for like a fucking year and a half. <clears throat> Finally, they got one big enough that would fit on our counter and like had every single thing. Oh, so much easier to kick that bitch on and like reheat stuff at 200 to throw the big oven on. Oh man, it's gonna pay for itself. I'm betting it pays for itself in six months in electricity of not using the, the big oven, the real oven. Oh, totally, totally. Oh, let's see. Thrifty, uh, thrifty, yeah. I don't know. Man, back in the day, oh, having to go around and, like, raise funds for sports and shit, right? Having to, like, go, like, do that. And uh, all, all the little businesses along the way teach you the value of money. Like, what is how is money produced? Like, how is value produced? A lot of people just pop into big, giant businesses and just take up a fucking cubicle somewhere and never really had, like, a connection all the way back to the end of it. Where does the shit come from out of the ground to make the thing that makes the thing that makes the thing we're making, right? All the way out to the other end, past the warehouse door, on the truck, to the wholesaler, to the distributor, to the shelf, to the retailer, to the fucking person's home, like, all the way, and interacted with their product from fucking end to end, right? They just pop in, blink, and they're a cog in someone else's giant machine. They have no idea. And they've never actually stopped to think about all of it, all of the interconnected shit that they are a cog in. Let alone everyone else's machines and cogs. Woo. Yeah, the the insanity of the the interconnectedness of it all. It's crazy. Yeah, if you if you haven't thought of the entire supply chain of the thing you're in, forwards and backwards. <laughs> That's vertical integration, right? All the way back, all the way forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see here, here. Uh, Freedom Media Corps hit me. Uh, spot the woods, front of a pond, would be a good camp spot. Close to my house. 
Ah, uh, let's see. Spot in the woods, front of a pond, there'd be a good camp spot. Uh, uh, I don't know. Fuck like you could have Brian and Corey stop by in camp and you'd get to meet him if you felt like it. Yeah. Chicken Joe's the same way. She doesn't want to fucking meet anybody. Like, get out of here, humans. Ah! Right? Because some humans are dicks. <laughs> but it goes back to my dick ratio. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Any group, any group, they're the exact same ratio. Everybody's like, oh, my group is like a special ratio. No, I think that's just special snowflake syndrome. Um, the current talkers part of whoever talker that is like oh i always heard like <laughs> yeah whatever a lot of podcasters a lot of a lot a lot <laughs> my my audience is special and unique oh i don't know every group every group i've ever been in is happy that's what comes that's why it's my law of the dickhead ratio it's the fucking same everywhere I don't care if you're in Boy Scouts or a church or a gun club or rave community or music scene or fucking marijuana growers or medicinal hemp users. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's well, if you got a good defense going, then like. Shifty humans are not so likely to stick around because they're like, oh, fucking good perimeter defense. Uh, right? So, meh. And cool humans don't give a fuck what your defense is because they're not planning on come through. So, <laughs> right? And it's your place so you can go out and meet them or not. We have an Airbnb in our garage. Um, Right, and uh, we just pretty much lay it out how it is. There's a steel door between the bathroom and the rest of our house. It can only you can get into the hallway, the bathroom, and use the laundry. They can use a laundry bathroom room in the garage, and they have their own exit to come and go as they please. Right, and past that, well, they use the front yard, hang out by the ponds, yada yada. But we don't have to interact with them. If we don't want to, we can use the back door. It's a duplex. So, yeah, there's, we got. We got we, so, if they're like snowflake dickheads or whatever, right? Uh, we just don't go out and interact with them. If they're fucking cool humans, like you can usually tell. I mean, <laughs> kind of car do they roll up in? Do they like seem generally friendly? Are they laughing? Like. <laughs> do they look like death fucking warmed over <laughs> like they live when you get I mean they park in the driveway so you get to go peek in the car like it's obvious when it's just homeless people trying to like pop a squat it's like hey can we get a long term rental like uh, no fucking way you cannot get a long term rental and that's why we make them communicate with us only on the app so that they can't ever like they said he said no no, no, communicate on the app. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Long-term rental? No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> right? But you guys know. C4, C4. 
yeah, you guys know we gotta come cut a fucking album up here or do some whatever. You got a project, you're doing a thing. Yeah, yeah, fucking you don't run through the portal. Uh, yeah, because we like hanging out with you guys because you're great. So, yeah, if you're a real human that does real shit and are not fucking dick, then yeah, then, then we come out and hang out by the fire and roast marshmallows and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I got, I got the opposite. Our place is painted all rainbow and like crystal glass everywhere and all that. But you know, I break a lot of hippies' illusions. <laughs> you mean you just can't shit money into your hand and like smear it on the fence and like just have gold glitter if I could just fall out of the sky? What? 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 <laughs> So just give me all the shit I want. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, get back to the grindstone, bitch. <laughs> Usually meeting myself. Oh uh, yeah. Gotta do yeah, you know, create. Create. Gotta move. You there is no static. There's no static. Forwards or backwards. Never, never static. Yeah, you might find an eddy every once in a while, but then <laughs> flood water, fuck the eddy, blah, we're all going downstream. So don't forget how to paddle. <laughs> don't forget how to paddle. All right, that's it. End of the show. Oh, yeah, I suppose I should sell some shit. Foodforcefarms.com, foodforcefarms.com, all kinds of shit. Squatch Fest tickets, super cool t-shirts, uh, consulting services, uh, Oh, yeah. You want to get married? Fucking fly me wherever. I will marry you in the craziest spot you can think of. <laughs> Bungee jumping off some crazy tree in the rainforest. Whatever. You pay for the trip. I will marry you there. 300 a day. Something like that. Or $500. C4. You get a discount. <laughs> I got a free 10-acre woods you can get married in. Comes with the preacher. <laughs> All right, go to the website, check it out. Lots of fun up there. Foodforcefarms.com or join us on any of the podcast shit or YouTube or Facebook or Odyssey or Rumble at Scrambling University. I think I'm the only scrambling around, so it's pretty nice like that. All right, have a great day. Go do some epic shit. Bye. <laughs>